Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Excuse me. Taxi. Okay, then we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. With us today is Katie McFarlane, served as Deputy National Security Advisor uh, under Michael Flynn uh, for the Trump administration. Well, KT, there's so many things going wrong in our country right now. There's so many problems. Where do you want to start? I guess what really has struck me this last week is the special counsel's report on Joe Biden. First of all, they're not going to charge him for a crime, the same crime that they have pursued against President Trump. So it's it's an unequal system of justice, a two-tiered system of justice coming out of Washington, one thing for the Republicans, another for the Democrats. But from my perspective, the foreign policy wheelhouse, I am really upset to see right in everybody's face what the Joe Biden is who's presenting himself to our foreign leaders. And I particularly am struck by Joe Biden's press conference Thursday night, where he basically had a temper tantrum saying, I'm just fine, I'm just fine. And yet it was contrasted with the interview that Tucker Carlson had with the Russian president, Putin, where Putin is sharp, he's commanding, you may not like what he said, but he's a guy in charge. And I'm thinking, wait, the president of the United States is, seen, is elderly, diminished, et cetera. We all know, we can all see it. And he's going up against these sharp, aggressive, domineering global leaders, and it puts us in a terrible position, especially as we're going into an era a period where there are going to be a lot of crises in the next 6, 9, 12 months, whether it's in Ukraine, whether it's in the Middle East with Iran and the Red Sea, whether it's with China and Taiwan. And we're going into it with a leader who doesn't have a full deck. You're absolutely right there. And uh, I'm scared he doesn't have a full deck. And uh, he makes uh, irrational decisions uh, sometimes that even... uh, Though, uh, like in Afghanistan, even though his generals tell him, don't pull out the way you're pulling out, he said uh, he practically told his generals, screw you, do it my way, and get out tomorrow. And um, that is concerning to our country. Um, What else do you you feel uneasy about at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, I'm worried about Iran and the nuclear threat. I think Russia, Ukraine, that'll sort itself out with time. It's a stalemate right now. I don't see that it escalates, but I don't see it gets solved, certainly not by President Biden. But I really worry about what happens in the Middle East, where Iran could decide, um, especially because it's able to push the United States around, whether it's with Israel, whether it's in the greater Middle East, whether it's in the Red Sea, that they're just they're calling all the shots. They're calling all the tunes, and we're reacting to them, and not successfully, I might add that they may decide this is their breakout moment, and they're going to announce they have nuclear weapons. Therefore, all hands off the Middle East. Iran controls the shipping, which is a very major part of global shipping, is through the Red Sea. And then we're in a very different world, because not just if Iran has nuclear weapons, but the other countries, Saudi Arabia, they'll go buy nuclear weapons. Turkey will want some. And I just keep thinking back, when I taught a class in nuclear weapons, strategic nuclear forces, when I was at MIT in the late 70s, 
early 80s. The great fear at the time would be proliferation, that a lot of countries would get nuclear weapons, and then we would live in a hair-trigger world. And I think it hasn't happened for 40 years, but I think it's about to happen. I think uh, I think Iran is very, very close to uh, making an announcement, and the more time we give them, uh, I think we should be worried. And and uh, Biden, I believe, uh, President Biden has forbidden Israel from attacking Iran, uh, which they might have and uh, might have gotten rid of their. Uh, you know, wh- why would we stop Israel from from taking them out the, the, their nuclear facility? Well, remember, this administration is anti-Israel, and a lot of the people working for Joe Biden, in fact, the people who are probably calling the shots, a lot of the shots, are, are pro-Iran. So they, their whole strategy, whether it was the Obama administration or the Biden administration, is we're going to be really nice to Iran. We're going to appease them. We're going to placate them. Then they're going to be really responsible players on the world stage. And they have ignored 40 years of history where Iran has had two goals throughout, from the very beginning, from day one. Get the United States out of the Middle East and destroy the state of Israel. Kill Americans, kill Jews. Iran has not altered that goal in the 45 years it's been in power. It has only changed tactics, and the Biden administration just hasn't learned. There's no reset here. And so they're continuing to placate, to appease, to compromise. And all the while, I think Iran, as you point out, is clicking it really close to nuclear weapons. Once they declare and have nuclear weapons, it's a very different world. We should have taken preventive action. We should have worked with the Israelis, whether it's with cyber technology or other methods of setting back Iran's nuclear program. But that seems to no longer be the case. I agree 100%, KT. Uh, KT, we have another 30 seconds left. What, what else do you want to tell American people? Tell the American people to just make sure they vote. Just get involved in politics, because if we don't, change the administration in the November elections, guess what? We're going to have Joe Biden or even worse for the next four years. God bless you. Thank you for everything you do for America and continue to speak out. And we'll catch up soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, John.